Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Goes without saying that you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Seffi and Wing. I'm Seffi and this is Wing. I'm Wing. I'm so sorry I stepped on your line. (laughs) Line. The world's worst (laughs) theatre production of all time. (laughs) Um, This episode is about procrastination. So we're talking about the pressures that we feel to be succeeding all the time, whether that's academic or just like fucking life shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Why we always feel like we're kind of falling behind. We talk about school and academic pressure, deadlines, how to beat the kind of, I guess it's just pressure to not be lazy. Um, It's a great episode if you feel a bit stuck like you're putting loads of pressure on yourself to do loads of shit so it's all fine just do whatever you want and listen to this episode maybe if you want to okay can we have a bit of a catch-up yeah let's catch up i know it's just been a week but everyone's curious to hear what's new with you new with me there's nothing really new with me why don't you start what's new with you nothing's really new with me either (laughs) i don't know i just thought it'd be nice to chat (laughs) well one thing that's new that's might detriment yeah might be a detriment to the episode is i was eating tacos the other day and i bit my tongue and now i have a mouth ulcer and it really hurts and i've probably only had about i think eight mouth ulcers in my life i don't think they're a common occurrence so i'm in a lot of pain but whatever i know they're just a normal thing that everyone gets but I did say, let's not record, let's not record, let's leave it. We can wait until... But we can't not record for a mouth ulcer. You don't have an ulcer, (laughs) but we can't. So, yeah, she's going to power through it. (laughs) I mean, that would be quite dramatic, but um, it's (laughs) What if you're in so much pain? I think I just... I think I've got a low pain torrent I go on and on about these things when you're in pain yeah. my friend was like I can't talk to you when you're even mildly ill because you don't stop talking about it I can't talk to you when you're like this horrendous <laughs> but yeah that's literally the only thing that's new with me nice anything new in your life like what's a little no honestly nothing I'm just happy to be here honestly you know what I will say this is my update is that so this topic I thought would be a really good one because this is me knowing the audience this is me I've been on the ground in the DMs I've been reading what everyone's saying and everyone is struggling with stress exams deadlines yada yada this yada yada that Mm. and I thought we have never somehow I literally scrolled through the title and I was like God, I haven't done a title on procrastination. Perfect. Amazing. I already know what it's going to be. Tell you later. <laughs> um, so let's do it. What an interesting combo that we have not had yet. And I feel like especially... I know that loads of people are at school at uni, but also just in life. It kind of never goes away. 
procrastination, right? No, it doesn't. It comes up in different ways. Like, kind of, you can procrastinate. Like, I'm, I'm currently procrastinating calling the doctors. What for? This is the thing you should give people. No, no, <laughs> no. But just in life, like, do you get what I mean? Just little things like, I need to ring this. I need to, my contact lens, I need to switch. Do you know what I mean? Like, silly little things. There's always about 10 things that everyone is putting off at any given moment, I feel. Which is fucking shit. It is shit. Yeah, it's boring. It's really annoying. But it's just like, God, it would be nice to have a completely fresh slate, have everything handled. Do you know what I mean? It's like, God, constantly something. A personal assistant. Something ticking away. Even that, though, it's like, that would stress me out more. I'd be like, God, is my personal assistant happy working for me? Probably not. My working conditions aren't good enough, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just more, there's never ending stress on this earth. Love it. But like, fucking hell. Give me a break. But also what's kind of quite sad about it is I could get it all done. Give me an hour and a half and I could probably get it all done, but I still won't. <laughs> yeah. I still won't. <laughs> this is the worst bit. Yeah, it's true. That's the bit that's like particularly tragic. That it's it like, is. I could really handle this if I just had like a good hour. It's actually embarrassing. Yeah, it's mortifying. I will spend my time on YouTube instead. Like I won't do anything. Oh God, it's sad. Outrageous. It is outrageous. It is. Okay, well, that's a good start, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Did you procrastinate much, like, at school and uni? Like, are you an academic procrastinator? <laughs> I am an academic. <laughs> I was going to say, sounded like I said, are you an are academic, you an academic, by the way? I've been meaning to ask you, you're an academic. <laughs> I am, in fact, an academic. Yeah, you are an academic, of course. <gasps> Can I actually just say, speaking of being an academic, we have something to ask you guys little old you we and i think it's quite good to get it in at the beginning so everyone this is for all the academics out there and all the little bookworms out yeah, there for all the academics in the room how do you feel about a patreon book club because lots of people ask for a patreon anyway which mixed feelings over here but i think yeah. a book club i think could be fun and i know lots of people were interested in like books and book chat and blah 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 it could be quite cute what could we do? I was thinking like a Zoom, like a monthly kind of thing. Monthly like Zoom. We all read it together. Just cute vibes. But if... I think it's so fun. If it's a no from you, let us know. If it's a yes from you, let us know. Like I need a general... A general vibe. How many people would come to a book club if we did it? Yeah. What's the consensus? Because also people have been asking us for probably about six mu- six months pushing to a year potentially about like yeah please start a patreon please start a patreon and we've always been like no 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 we don't like the idea of you guys paying for this content in any way mm-hmm. and patrons always seem a little bit shit it's always kind of the content that you wouldn't put up like the excess content that you wouldn't put up on your instagram just thrown up on a patreon make people pay for it which just mm-hmm. does not sit right with us mm-hmm. but the idea of having like of giving you this extra content thing. really specific books who doesn't love it learning fiction we love it well almost if you don't love it then you don't feel bad about missing the content because if you don't want to pay for it and that's absolutely fine yeah but i do think that is quite a stunning way i'd love to have that convo book convo with everyone mm-hmm. what are we reading we all read the same book every month yeah it would be fun right oh it's dreamy what are we reading yeah really cute and then we do it yeah a zoom or something like that discuss it we both give our thoughts you guys give your thoughts on the book sounds good what are your thoughts on that please let us know also like book ideas would be really good because we kind of yeah we don't know what to start it with yeah we're gonna have to have a long old chat aren't we yeah and something neither of us have read before would be really good well i was thinking yeah okay well. i think it would be good I, I know it's like we've there's we've read stuff we go in blind yeah it would be good to go in together no 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 i'm also thinking like what if we say oh let's read this book and then we read it it's like 
fucking hell why on earth did we pick this do you know what i mean but i think that's funny first month we're like we're really sorry about the book <laughs> <It was> just... <laughs> the, the only thing more shit than a patreon book club is this book that we chose to read for the first month of our patreon book club okay well let us know what you think i hope people like that idea because it gives me shivers Good. to think about it yeah we're all discussing a book together wow yeah i think it's fun okay well i'm happy we got that out of the way Right, go on, take it away. Procrastination, you're an academic. Oh, yes, I'm an academic. <laughs> and in my studies, I found um, that I am quite an academic procrastinator. <laughs> I definitely was with subjects I didn't like. I was really quite good with subjects I do like. Um, Eng- like English, obviously, could could do that till the cows come home. History, I was particularly like, I was always revising history. Yeah. Like really focused on the subjects I like. But never, 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 like, if it was math, my mum would have to, like, sit me down and be like, you fucking do this now, you little bitch. You need to do, you need to learn. I think it's just the, like, it's when you put, it doesn't matter what it is, if you put it in the context of, like, pressure, basically, like, you have to do this. I remember once we were, you, because you did film. And English. And English. And you were like, I've got this film to watch. And I was like, that's so fun, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you were like, yeah, but it immediately makes it not fun when you know you have to do it under a time limit. Well, and also it was... English and like doing both of them it was two films a week and two books a week that I would have to read Mm. it's like well that instantly strips the fun out of it because you're watching the film thinking I should be reading the book like it's you're endlessly feeling like you're on the back foot Mm. oh my god I think that's also because I did a joint honours too and I feel like I don't know if it's just the way that was structured but I definitely had more work than everyone who didn't do a joint honours like of two Oh my god, it was like it was badly set up to be honest. Yeah, whenever I'd speak to people that did just English or just film, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, my modules kind of overlap, so some of the readings is uh the readings from the other module as well." And it's like, yeah, "Oh my god, yeah. I feel like I'm just doing like, no, it's like I'm doing multiple dissertations over yeah. here. Some people don't even have one. Like this is a fucking joke." It is bizarre. I think maybe it was just structured badly or something because that is so dumb. Like now when I think mm. of two books, like two novels a week and two films a week, I just think was that child abuse? Depends what they are. Also, you were like 19. <laughs> I was like 21. <laughs> I'm calling Childline. <laughs> They're like, this girl won't leave us alone. She keeps, this grown woman keeps ringing us. Because her uni course is too demanding. Oh my God. And it was like, watch Twilight. It's like not even bad. That's the thing is, it's like, if you didn't have to, if being, if, if watching Twilight wasn't set as your film to watch and you had a, and you had a book to mm. read, you would procrastinate reading the book by watching Twilight. But because you have Twilight to watch, it's like, oh, suddenly I don't want to do anything. Like, fuck this, no. Yeah, it's unbearable. We are also quite, um, we're quite avoiders, I think. We're quite escapees. Escape artists. Absolutely, escape artists. <laughs> Darren Brown over here. Someone said that they procrastinate when they have anxiety and avoidance is a coping technique. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Do you know what I kind of got from the DMs and and the responses? Mm. There are kind of two schools of thought. Schools of thought, we're an academic. Yeah, we're an academic. There are two (laughs) schools of thought here. Theory A is that everyone was saying, or like Camp A was saying that they use procrastination as like avoidance. Yeah. And Camp B was saying that there's like better things on. Yeah, yeah. And Camp C was saying they've got ADHD, kind of everyone's got ADHD as well. so true so true also such a revival of like not even a revival or a renaissance but just like a suddenly having the awareness you've got the internet and also like an ability to look into i don't know like pay attention to who you are 
properly as an individual when mm. that was never taken seriously as a kid it's like oh my god and now you can diagnose yourself with adhd it's like jesus so many like powerful yeah it's insane um literally insane or <laughs> i'm actually joking don't cancel me from that <laughs> i'm clinically insane anyway can't i'm also cancelled um someone said let me find it somebody said they procrastinate because of a fear of failure or success question mark and i thought so true because lots of people were saying it's fear it's fear i'm scared to do it and it's not going to go well which i completely agree but then it's also like there are also those moments where you do something and it's like it hasn't always you haven't failed all the time you've done things that have been successful and i think sometimes i think initially people think why would i be scared of success what that doesn't even make sense yeah but have you ever had something go well and I don't know, maybe it didn't make you feel the way that you thought it would make you feel or it didn't fix the things that you thought it would fix. And yeah. suddenly it's like you had so much riding on this thing being successful and then it happened and you still felt like shit. And it was never about the thing. That's a scary place to be. It's actually horrendous. You're kind of the walls start crumbling down and it's like, ah, yeah. I thought that was the answer. Everything you've ever known. It's such a weird feeling. Yeah. It's actually quite painful when you think. It is. Because you're driving towards a thing your whole life tells you you're driving towards a thing you're driving to this like mystical land of success whatever that looks like that could look like fucking job a fucking like relationship goal like marriage or fucking buying a home or fucking any of the fucking shit fucking any of the shit that people say is successful yeah when you get there and it doesn't feed you and you realize fuck i'm still myself Mm -hmm. i thought i was going to transform into like this new beautiful kind of angel what the fuck it is so world chattering because it's like, oh my God, I've been chasing the wrong thing. Or kind of, even if it does, if you know, if, even if it's amazing, even if your job really does bring you a lot of happiness and it feeds you in its own way, you suddenly realise like there are three other things that you mm-hmm. absolutely hate about your life or there are other issues. It wasn't just your job. It's also X, Y, and Z and A, B, and C. It just, I think it's honestly a massive part of human nature to find problems because you're yeah. constantly having to... It's like survival instinct. It's like, I need to fix things. Do you know what I mean? Adapt. Yeah. yeah. It's also, people always talk about like the goalpost moving. Once they meet meet a marker of success, the goalpost moves. And I just think that is so true. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's really important to not live your life like you're kind of chasing this like carrot on the end of the stick that's just in front of you. You're just chasing, chasing, Yummy. chasing. And actually just be like, where am I now? Like, mm-hmm. where am I now? Am I happy? Because I do think you're trained just to be like, what's next? And then you get there, what's next? What's next? What's next? It's yeah. Like, fucking chill fucking chill but it's so hard it is so hard well everything feeds into that as well what do you think you're chasing at the moment what's the carrot on the end of your stick at the moment if you don't mind sharing don't have to but i'm chasing a couple carrots i've got some carrots on the go i think okay Mm, yummy carrot salad (laughs) delicious where's the hummus donkey honestly you're a donkey on the edge (laughs) i'm chasing a few carrots yeah i think one of the carrots i'm chasing is like i think the a cast getting the money from a cast i'm chasing mm. like okay i would love i would love us this to be re-sustainable as a job for us and us to be able to do this and get like paid and live like quite a nice lifestyle from this mm-hmm. i would love that that's one carrot i think i'm endlessly chasing the carrot of like self-acceptance mm-hmm. that feels quite out of reach but that is just an endless carrot what does that look like self-acceptance i think it's just like being okay to just be like a mess the messy person that i am and not be like mm-hmm. the perfect angel like i would just love to just mm-hmm. be um okay with just the the absolute chaos that i am that's just like the endless fucking carrot yeah carrot number three in the right in the corner coming up right, coming up strong around the back yeah is <laughs> 
And we go to car number three, car number three, coming up on this episode. Who's going to win the race? Um, I think carrot three is just like, enjoy your life. That's nice. Which just, it's just like, actually enjoy your life. Mm. Check, get that carrot and just be like, oh, it's all nice. Yeah. But at the moment, it all just seems quite a lot. What stops you from getting that carrot and the self-acceptance carrot? What's getting in the way of these carrots? Pressure. Just pressure from myself, I think. Or just pressure from like, it feels, I think the things that get away, get in the way of feeling like you have a nice life feel like the mundane things of, oh, I've got kind of, oh, I've got to call the doctors. Oh, I've got to do these things. Mm. But actually it's just like relaxing into, it will never feel settled. And can you just enjoy what you've got what it what it is mm. and what it is is mess i'm really obsessed with the idea of chaos at the moment of like yeah, it's been a while though have been a while yeah that you're into it yeah i think for the last few years like i'm really it's your life phase yeah yeah just chaos i think it's my personality yeah maybe yeah <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's just, I really like chaos moments. I think that's just who you are. Because I think I'm always trying to control the chaos. I'm trying to control myself. It's like, no, just be mental. It's fine. Oh my God. What are your carrots slash carrot? Well, now that you've said that, it's so, I think I'm an insane control freak. Yeah. With myself. So like, I'm, I think other people would describe me as very laid back. Like I'm laid back with people and like, I don't give a shit about what, like, I'm not putting pressure on anyone else to be a certain way. I could care no. like, just whatever's good for you, whatever. Don't care. But me, on the other hand, I, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I wouldn't really describe you as laid back. <laughs> I'm a different story. No, like, I'm like, it's insane. Mm. I'm just a control freak. Control freak. Like, can't let anything go. Can't let anyone else handle my shit. Like, have to be doing it. Do you know what I mean? To my detriment. It's very silly. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> Like, it's fucking embarrassing, actually. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's like, you're a perfectionist and that's embarrassing. Like, pull yourself together. No one fucking cares. I think this is what's funny. I think especially the term perfectionist is quite like, because it's got the word perfect in, Mm. it's almost quite a desirable thing to be. Yeah. But when you actually break down the behaviours of a perfectionist, it is not desirable. It's ruined my life. Nothing good has come from being a perfectionist at all. It's only stopped me from doing things. It is horrendous, actually. Because that's also people were saying like, I don't want to, I procrastinate things because I'm scared it won't be perfect. Like it won't live up to my expectations. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, it stops you from living actually. Absolutely it does. That's why I think one of the best things that we did starting the podcast was just doing it. And that was why I always kept saying, and I was like broken record about this and I still think it's true. If you want to do anything in life, you have to be, especially if you want to do it publicly or like you want to well, I guess anything you're going to do, people might see it. You have to be prepared to fail publicly. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared to not be perfect in public. Do you know how hard that is? Yikes. That is very hard, guys. Doesn't sound good, does it? It's not ideal. I'd much rather be perfect in public. Absolutely. <laughs> but like, I and it's kind of the thing, and I said this months ago i don't even know when i said this but it's kind of the thing of prisoner of azkaban where harry's convinced that his dad is going to come and save him and gary oldman from the dementors (laughs) gary oldman his name is sirius black (laughs) sirius black goodness me harry's convinced he's saying my dad's coming any minute now he's coming he's coming he's gonna come and save us but it wasn't his dad it was him all along and hermione's going no one's coming harry no one's coming harry she actually doesn't even say nobody's coming harry which is quite funny because everyone says that's what's so funny yeah it's really funny everyone says to me nobody's coming harry and i'm like shit he doesn't she doesn't quite say that do you know what it is it's luke i am your father it's like he doesn't say that it's like um the mandela effect it's like we've got it yeah exactly yeah it's exactly that yeah but she basically says no one's coming 
He's not coming, Harry, whoever. Anyway. <laughs> she says something completely different. She says something completely different. I watched that scene like, here it is, here it is. And I was like, oh, we got it wrong. Here it is, the famous line. It's like, no, it's, it's not Daniel Radcliffe who says that. It's literally Wing <laughs> from this random podcast. But anyway. But still, nobody's coming, Harry. Nobody's coming, Harry. Like, no one's coming to pick you up and put you in your perfect position of where you want to be. You're going to have to, you're going to have to learn and you're going to have to fuck it up and you're going to have to like commit to being bad at something and and go for it it's mm-hmm. really embarrassing i'm mortified every day of my life uh, but what's the alternative i do nothing i rot in my bed doing that as well i waste away and boy will i we trust us we're doing that anyway Let me tell you yeah i'm multitasking <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got my fingers in a lot of pies over here <laughs> not every day embarrass yourself and push yourself to be the version of best version of yourself that you can be <laughs> some days rot in bed yeah i think that's it i think that's it as well Bye for this episode from me. Beep. <laughs> but that is kind of it, right? That's the gist. Yeah, it is the gist. Maybe it's even the crux. It's the crux. Oof. Okay, speaking of rotting in bed. Our hobby. Um, speaking of decomposing slowly. Mm. Um, this person said about procrastination that it's too much to deal... Like, they procrastinate when things are too much to deal with for their current mental state. And lots of people are saying similar things about, like, if you're struggling with X, Y, and Z, why on earth would you want to suddenly be doing whatever it's like yeah to be honest so true that resounds <laughs> resounds heavily i just think that is not like i feel like it's a very isolating experience to feel like you can't keep up with the world such a horrific feeling i remember saying that to you a few months ago i, was, I just can't keep up i just can't keep up yeah and you were like but what with it's like god i don't know my own expectations of myself question yeah. mark yeah it's such a horrific feeling to be like i feel like i'm essentially letting yourself down mm-hmm. it's like i'm supposed to be here and i'm here yeah such a horrendous feeling and i do think that's so it when if you're struggling with like say a mental health issue and then it's like can you just go to the post office and do that it's like ah, oh, just ouch. fucking leave me alone mm-hmm. leave me alone like it's such anything becomes so overwhelming so true oh, can you just go down to the shop and get some milk no honestly i'm feeling bad the last thing you want to do is mention my asos parcels that were meant to go back two months ago let's not talk about it don't even go there don't even bring it up no don't even bring it up don't even look at them honestly don't bring it up i don't even have any and don't bring it up because i'll cry like the thought of having to go to a collect plus honestly will they won't they relationship with taking your parcels back on time it's actually mortifying it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. But I think it's weird because when you're in that kind of place where you're feeling really overwhelmed, you're you kind of operating from this illusion of it seems like everyone else... Mm. Is on top of it. It's like absolutely on top of things, yeah. Which look, statistically, it just can't be real. That can't be right. The amount of you that come forward, come forward, and <laughs> held your hands up and said, "Look, I'm <laughs> procrastinating." Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, well, then it's not adding up no. because from where you sit, you look and see everyone else doing amazing things, but apparently they're all struggling. So what's the truth? It's the bias against yourself that That's you think true. you're the biggest fucking fuck up in the whole world. Mm-hmm. The bias against yourself, I think, is the thing that fucks everyone. 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 Everyone, yeah. It's that you think that you are failing and not only do you think you're failing, you're not in like this big club of, oh yeah, we're all failing. You're completely alone in that club. That's what is the killer. It is true. You know what sucks as well <laughs> is when like people will try and make out like you're in the club together, like we're failing together. Look, mm. I'm telling you, when it comes down to it, they will throw you under any fucking bus yeah. to try and get two steps ahead because it's kind of like, have you done the reading? No, I haven't done the reading. Oh, thank God someone else hasn't done the reading. You get in straight away hand up what i loved about wilson's first chapter was when he would speak about blah blah Literally. what the fuck is going on no you're on your own and that's why nobody's coming do you remember those people at school that would be like oh, i haven't done any revision and then would get like no star it's like you're a liar you're a liar i mean so what would you do uh, what would i say i've done revision or not yeah like i don't know though because i think I think that can happen sometimes where like where you're insecure and yeah, I get it like yeah totally yeah. I actually have quite um I don't know if it's a, let me think if it's a good story go on it's a story I'll call it a story or does it make me sound arrogant <laughs> look <laughs> it's your truth I think we want to hear it I mean I really want to hear it now this is my truth also I think a lot of your stories make you sound a certain way and it's just whatever this is the truth this actually did happen I don't think anyone's gonna think oh that can't be true it does, it's not even an arrogant vibe look it happened what have you told it before no never told this before I don't think I've even I said it to my mum after it happened to me it was when I was like in like yeah I was in sixth form okay it was when everyone was applying to unis like it was that it was that whole time um i went to quite a shit school i would say there were a few of us that were like okay we're gonna take the big leap we're gonna apply to oxford uni Mm -hmm. we're gonna do it i was not one of the people that was chosen to apply so all of the teachers kind of got a few people to pick like do you and say like do you maybe want to apply to oxford uni which you've got at oxford and cambridge and you've got to do um like an exam yeah you have to do it earlier you've got to do it before everyone else and you've got to do an exam i walked into the little office no one had asked me and i said i'm applying everyone said you sure about that and i said i'm applying (laughs) don't doubt me this is Seffi's energy that balms me as well (laughs) I said no one's invited me this is exactly what I'm talking about I'm applying bitch I know I'm good enough I think this podcast is just a slow experience of you realizing like 
shit I am arrogant <laughs> it's like a long process of you being like I'm not arrogant wait hang on I've got all this evidence <laughs> that's telling me no here's the thing I think I was act- I've joking. actually lost a lot I-, I was incredibly incredibly confident I've lost a lot of it but I was incredibly confident and I still kind of am well you should absolutely be confident and- but I think everyone everyone can go to fucking Oxford it's fucking elitist bullshit but anyway I was like I can go I walked I would walked into that office and said listen I'm going everyone said really no 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 before we were going into the exam i was one of the only people applying from like for like english but some people were doing like science mm-hmm. and things like that this girl walks up to me who didn't really love she was like one of the kind of popular gals mm-hmm. um but she was like one of the smart like hard reviser gals nice nothing wrong with that she came up to me and she was like so have you been revising like a lot for this and i was like no i haven't done any prep because <laughs> <laughs> i'm better than all of you bitch <laughs> You were like, no, I don't believe in revising. <laughs> I'm just naturally amazing. I believe in natural intelligence. Uh-huh. But no, I just said, I, be- I, I don't think I really stand a chance anyway. I'm just giving it a shot sort of thing. Like, I'm just here to see if I get it. That was a lie. You were lying though, weren't you? You were lying because you were thinking, fuck off. I just more thought, don't limit me, school. I thought, don't tell me what I can and cannot do. So true. I just thought, don't limit me. I mean, that's very true. And that is very, very true in schools that you don't pay for. You yeah. just get dumped in like a low set and they just don't give a shit and blah, 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 blah. Teachers are amazing. Not saying they're not. But I think the structure of kids being dumped into tax-funded schools it's is evil. very, very limiting. So... I went into the exam. She was a little bitch. She tried to spook me before. That was the thing. She tried to spook me. She was like, <laughs> she did. She tried to sabotage me. <laughs> she did. I actually can't go. And I thought you're trying to spook me. You thought she had a plan because she. I think she said something. I can't exactly remember the exact wording, but it was outrageous. She said something like she was looking down on you. God, like I think the people that do this like really revise for like months in advance that like, you should have maybe done something tried to spook me trying to spook me then i was one of the only people that got an interview little bitch jesus <laughs> bitch 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 <laughs> so that's my thing i and i always think that's the that's my experience with mm. people being like oh should you revise should you not revise it's almost like or like talking about how much revision you did before an exam is just something you shouldn't do i actually think it's a social faux pas <laughs> to talk about <laughs> how much revision you've done before an exam right it's like don't talk about how much revision you've done at the dinner table it's really insane to be walking into an exam be like you haven't done enough though it's like (laughs) why did you say that to me Mm. I think that time period where this is quite UK based I think but probably works for lots of different people that time period where you are like at the end of your teenage years I don't want to freak anyone out but you're coming to the end of your teenage years and people are starting to talk about university or starting to talk about options after education and I do think like that I mean it's quite a significant wherever you land it's quite a significant shift for you it can really does set mm. it can really set the tone for whatever comes next for you and I do feel like it's not even necessarily about a natural ability or like what you've been told or whatever blah 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 I think a lot of it comes down to like how much you want to tell people that you deserve better things I think that's what's weird though is whenever you're you explain to someone that you deserve better things than what they tried to hand you it comes off socially as an arrogance or like that you think you're better than other people but it's like no I just think I am good enough to do this thing that you've allowed other people to do Uh uh-huh I also had an ex well I had I had a time where um, I did an access course after sixth form and before university and I came into it, everyone was like, so hard, access courses are really, really hard. They're this, this and this. I did history and English literature and philosophy and ethics and sociology. And 
I was like, I came in, I also I came in late, obviously. And not just like 10 minutes late. I came in like three weeks late. <laughs> no, because... of course. In character. Because <laughs> I'd been on holiday. Don't want to talk about it. Anyway, <laughs> and I also was too young. You have to be at the time. I don't know what it is now. I don't know what the deal is now. But you had to be, I think, over the age of at least 19 or 20, I think. Mm. And I was 18. And I convinced them basically to let me do it. And I, also you had to pay like X amount of money and I convinced the woman to let me do it free of charge. Stunning. Anyway. A hustler. Honestly, a hustler. <laughs> winging it since day one. Got in there, this girl who really didn't, she didn't like my vibe, which I get. That's fine. Totally get that there's a lot of, a lot of my vibe is not likable. It's okay. Even though I'm very sweet and nice. <laughs> the vibes were off. <laughs> my vibes were off. I get it because she turns up late and like, look at her. Like she's like this kid and like whatever. It's like hot girl from school. Thinks she's going to waltz in here and stomp all over my access course. Absolutely not. Well, actually I did. And I came in and I was, we were talking about like, I don't know if you had to put down your own. Oh, well, it wouldn't have been predicted grades, but it was kind of like, where do you want to be going? Like what kind of grades do you want to be looking for? And I said, I'm going to get full marks on this course. I'm not going to miss a mark. I'm going to get 100%. Wow. And because I was going to do that. And this girl was like, well, we all want to get 100% Erin. And I was like, yeah, we all want to dot, dot, dot. But some of us dot 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 won't be able to dot 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 don't limit me just don't <laughs> limit me just because i look how do i get the mark as the arrogant one well, here because <laughs> i got 100 percent, and it came from a thing of like i came in saying look i'm gonna get 100 percent here because i know i am because i've just done a levels and a levels are rough a levels are really really hard and also i've just been homeless and i have made it out with a fucking education and i'm gonna go to uni like i've got i i'm getting grades for oxbridge and i'm gonna go where i want to go like i am a powerful person i was quite like um i felt a bit free like i'd been emancipated like i was just liberated and i knew that i could my intelligence was like my superpower because everyone would look at me and think oh she's gonna be dumb because of the way that i looked so i knew that my intelligence was like this hidden weapon that i could fling out at the yeah. last minute yeah like, haha i'm smarter than you and your mom and i'm great <laughs> and blah 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 her mom's like huh i didn't have to say it but this girl was really fucking rude she was quite horrible to be honest she was quite a mean girl and i proved her wrong and she she didn't get to go where she wanted to go at the end of the day because karma comes for people because i actually say in that situation she was the arrogant one because she thought looked at me thought she knew me judged me straight off the bat i didn't come in judging anybody no but this is my point i don't think... i came in three weeks late and thought these guys are gonna be my best friends yeah. and we're gonna have a great time and it was fucking horrible i was fine but I did do amazing. But this is my point. I don't think it's arrogant to say, I think I'm capable of more than what you think I'm capable of. Absolutely not. No, it's necessary, especially as a kid. It's like, if you don't have someone, it's so true. If you don't have someone backing you or like supporting you or volunteering you. It has to be you. It has to come from you. It does have to be you, which to be honest is a lot to ask. Because I also think like, don't put yourself pressure, don't put pressure on yourself to do that at that age. Because I think a lot of it comes with age. Yeah. Like it comes with learning. Oh my God, completely. Because also to advocate for yourself at, at that age and also in a room of, I guess at the access course, it was mainly adults. I guess it was all adults. To be the young one walking in and be mm -hmm. like, no, I know what marks I'm capable of doing here. And then also in a school where you're basically putting yourself yeah. on a pedestal and you look like a bitch. It's like, it does take a lot to do that because you look like a fucking cunt. But it's like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not 
going to be limited uh-huh. by you. I also knew that was my last shot. Like I knew that that was a, it was a very real like moment for me where it's like, there's a lot riding mm-hmm. on this. Like I either have this or I don't. And I really had to fight my way onto that course and like really, they only let me in because they knew that I would do well. Do you know what I mean? They, that was the only reason that I was allowed to do it. Just don't, I think like you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm giving, I'm fisting everyone for some she's reason. A, she's fisting <laughs> me like, right now. She's got a fist. But I'm stuffing in turkey. It's like, come on. Like yeah. if you, you might not have a certain grade, you might not have a certain person's belief in you, but you absolutely do have an ability to get what you think you deserve. Absolutely. Don't be the reason that you're cut short. Because there's, there's going to be a lot of reasons that you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to get what you want in life. Life's constantly throwing obstacles and like negativity at you and constantly throwing doubt at you. Don't be another obstacle in the way of what you think you should have in yeah. your life. In your one life, by the way. One. I don't. I think there's only one of these things. <sighs> Just one. One teeny tiny short life. It's like I'm absolutely walking in saying, I'm going to have to get what I want out of this situation. You know why? Because nobody's coming, Harry. It's me or no one. It's basically walking into a room and being like, by the way, you're not better than me. And everyone's annoyed. Everyone's annoyed. Uh, actually, sorry, get back in your place. No, but I walked into the room saying, hi, guys. And then she said, uh, you're blah, 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 blah. And I thought, look, I'm not having that. I'm not, that's not what I am. I'm a nice girl. Don't be mean. I don't like, I don't really like cold people. Do you not? No, I don't really like cold people. No. I, I think I'm quite a warm person. I'm naturally very warm. And I think sometimes I'll, co- I'll cool myself down a bit to kind of seem a bit more normal. But I'm naturally very warm. And I think when people are cold or like hostile, I'm like, jeez. It's, no, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Like, huh? But it's, it, I take it personal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I definitely don't like... Um kind of rudeness just like when someone's having a bad day and it's clear that it's like okay that's gonna come out on me now like when you walk into a shop oh my god and order a coffee but then i and and they're rude i was mm-hmm. gonna say but then i also get it because i think i've been the girl serving the coffee that's fucking rude because i'm getting paid no fucking money and i'm gutted and i'm annoyed yeah and i'm cold i've been standing up all day my feet hurt i've also been the rude girl someone said i struggled to face work i'm not passionate about dot 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 so my entire minimum wage job laughing face and i just again think that that comes into the fact that we've normalized as a society let's not get into why it's been normalized that we all have to work shit jobs but yeah. the what that does you know what that does to a person what is it like how many vasectomies he says snip snap snip snap but it's like <laughs> you know do you know what that, what that does, does to a person like and also not just working a job you don't want to work or working a minimum wage job but also applying for jobs i think oh, this feeds quite nicely into the uni combo and this sort of thing i was saying to my friend the other day because she was applying for jobs I was, and she was like god i'm an idiot like it's taking me all day to apply for this job and i was like no 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 i was like i think people have got it wrong that they think like you can whip out like three or four job applications in a day like two hours and you can do a job application it's like no no it's like a day two days three days spent on a job application that you're never going to hear back from and that yeah they'll never they'll never message you again they'll never they won't even say like thanks for applying we've gone for someone else but you just will never hear from them again it's like that was you did this for what yeah you did this for what and you can just assume that it was never read. It's like, whether, whether it was read or not, I will never know, but I assume that just went somewhere into the void. Gutting. It is gutting. It does a lot for... I think it's weird that we are at a place socially where we don't acknowledge how 
detrimental that is for a lot of people's self-esteem when you've been told like that's from it, the minute yeah. you enter the education system you're smart you're gifted you're talented whatever or you're not throughout which oh, is you're gutting gonna go to well. uni- yeah L- we're lucky we're on the end of you're smart you're gifted and then we enter the world and we're like oh are we smart and gifted but people that were told yeah you're shit you're shit you're shit you're shit throughout their whole lives mm-hmm. that's the bit that's yeah. like this isn't fucking fair but you've been in the education system your whole life and then you come out and it's like can someone please want nobody wants me huh last we picked like nobody wants it's so so weird that it's like a bit of a taboo to acknowledge how painful it is because i think obviously there's a massive taboo and stigma around being unemployed and that whole conversation in general and a whole class issue there as well obviously but it's just really sad that i think it does so much more for someone's self-esteem than they can even have the awareness of because they're convinced that it takes... Almost acknowledge. Yeah, it takes everyone else two hours to do a job application. It takes me days. It's like, no, it takes everyone the same amount of time. You're just applying for a shitty company. My friend was applying for jobs recently and she was also moving house and she was working and I was... And she was saying, oh, I feel really bad about it. Like, you could just see just massively lowering her self-esteem with each mm. each rejection or each lack of rejection it's just fucking so upsetting each one with every cover letter don't even get me started on cover letters literally what a con and each one is asking you to do work for them as well like can you do four hours of yeah. work for me on this big thing and then we're going to talk about it in the interview all of this shit and i was saying to her it's like so people always say oh applying for jobs in itself is a full-time job people mm. also say oh moving house is pretty much a full-time yeah. job like looking for someone looking for houses is a full-time job and you're also doing a full-time job. So you're pretty much doing three full-time jobs. Three full-time jobs. And you need to call the doctors. And on top of that, your self your self-esteem is just being lowered. Yeah. Lowered. And you need to send your ASOS parcels back. It's just like Yeah, exactly. Fuck it's like fucking this. hell. But you're procrastinating. Fuck off. Watch some Netflix. Oof. You need to chill out. You need to chill out. You do? Yeah. It's honestly prescribed by Sefi and Wing. Prescribed by the academics. You need to chill. <laughs> prescribed by two <laughs> self um, self proclaimed <laughs> academics. Self proclaimed <laughs> academics. Also, mm. another bone to pick with society, but just in life in general. Going back to you being like, no, I'm doing this fucking test or whatever, mm. and doing well in the test and blah blah blah. All of these, sm- well, not even small. All of these things. Some of them are big, like getting a degree, for example, mm. or even finishing your A levels or doing one exam and having six more to go. I feel like we don't normalize enough. I'm gonna stop saying the word normalize because I know it's silly. We don't encourage enough people celebrating good things they've done yeah no we don't as in like you do your a levels and then you're swept off to uni and it's like oh forget that now you've got some reading to do it's like don't be happy about the fact that you've just done all your a levels it's like fucking you're traumatized and you've just done an amazing thing it's like can you celebrate that please can we just have a minute do you know what's funny i think it is celebrated but there's a time limit on it uh-huh. that i think you have two periods in your life where people are happy to see you celebrate and that is one after you finish school and maybe between you go you going to uni if you're following a traditional trajectory trajectory mm. or after uni you've got a year both of those you can have a gap year either side of uni basically and i think people allow you like a summer they're like enjoy your summer have a great summer but then as soon as that ends people get funny but I still think even if, say, you were having a great summer and it was like, oh, she's having a summer, she's having a summer. <laughs> mm. It's like, please, God, just give me one summer, please. One summer. But it's like, I'm having a summer, I'm having a summer. And it rains that whole summer. And then you see kind of your aunt and she's like, oh, like, auntie, 
auntie Jess is here and she's like oh what are you doing what are you doing like and you're like oh I'm just I'm having I'm taking some time to celebrate my wins <laughs> yeah you're an arsehole but like yeah, if yeah. you're like oh I'm just I'm having a really good time to be honest like I'm in no rush to get back to education well, it's I'm really hard on my a levels and blah 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 yeah I worked really hard and I think I deserve a bit of time to just relax and like be free and just chill out yeah you're not gonna get a good reaction for that I think auntie Jess is not happy to hear that to be honest she's jealous out of her eyeballs yeah she's so jealous she's pissed off yeah which is fair enough because we're all conditioned to think that life equals work and misery and life does not equal happiness life does not equal liking yourself life does not equal any good thing for yourself it has to be working for somebody else making yourself miserable and then dying that's what life is about apparently but you might get kind of two weeks of like in the sun in like Mallorca a year if you're lucky or you might get a cinema trip on a Thursday night if you're really lucky or maybe you get to go to a Christmas party it's all for those moments that are like they're designated fun areas fleeting happiness yeah Yeah, so that you can go back to work and it's like it's really odd mentality like what happens if I want to have fun for the majority of my life is that like really unacceptable? Oh, you're not allowed. Yeah, yeah. it goes without saying. You're not, yeah, it's completely unacceptable. But it's like if some, if Auntie Jess is saying congratulations on your A levels, so happy for you. And you say, you know what? Thank you, Auntie Jess. I'm really happy for myself as well because mm. I did really well in those A levels and I really deserve some time off. All of a sudden, it's not congratulations at all. Arrogance. It's commiserations. It's shut the fuck up, you arrogant little bitch. Outrageous. <laughs> like, how dare you think you deserve yeah. it? Don't get too big for your boots now. That's what's so upsetting. Do you know what I mean? Just keep, let's keep them small keep the children small keep the little girls in their boxes no but i think it's gendered i'm i really think it's gendered because it's i do think there's met with the difference of a boy saying oh, i'm gonna enjoy some time and a girl saying i'm gonna enjoy some time yeah i do i just think there's um if little billy after his a level says oh yeah i'm gonna go to ibiza for a bit and then i'm gonna oh, just right. like work for like Deliveroo and shit and just like <laughs> smoke a load of weed and just like chill out mate <laughs> Um, chill out Jess get out of the getting my grill you <laughs> fucking out, weirdo mate. no it's oh isn't your little Billy so sweet <laughs> Billy's allowed to just get on with his business oh isn't he amazing live your life oh he's young he's young boys will be boys but Billy's little cousin um, Margaret <laughs> she needs to be thinking about you know you're having kids in the next 10 years Margaret so don't do anything too crazy poor little Margaret she's got a uh, yeah she's she's not allowed just to work for delivery one because it's not hot for girls to ride a bike did you meet anybody at uni yeah fucking hell oh will you meet a lovely boyfriend there Jesus pressures 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 yeah it's just it's a too joke. much it's a complete joke so there is definitely a difference there basically the world's quite bleak but no one really is allowed to have that much fun in their life and that's why you have this idea of a midlife crisis but also allowed to you're not allowed to like yourself no no because i think the the just the notion of feeling like you have something to celebrate like of your own achievement is acknowledging that you might not be a piece of shit and that is not acceptable (sighs) it's it's a weird thing to do socially to be like i think i'm actually like all right or like i think i've done a good job on this or like i think i deserve to chill out it's so fucking interesting interesting isn't it because you can even see it on a basic level of someone being like oh my god i really like your outfit you then can choose the socially acceptable or the not socially acceptable version of that like you can be like oh thanks and what would it kind of be socially acceptable is to be like thanks oh like my shoes are a bit like oh they're my trousers a bit baggy whatever like you can say mm. or like my trousers don't fit right blah, blah, blah. like you have to like say 
a bit of a shitty thing about yourself have to be self-deprecating yeah if you were saying oh thanks i actually really like it yeah no i agree it's cute isn't it it instantly gives a bit of a sour taste in everyone's mouth it's Mm. so odd it's kind of the thing of like you feeling like oh i deserve a good thing i deserve a nice thing people project onto it what they feel like they don't deserve do you know what i mean if you saying you know what i deserve tonight to just like order a wagamama and like watch this thing that i want to watch someone else is projecting onto it shit i've got so much to do i can't do that or like oh i i'm doing this too much at the moment i need to blah 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 blah. it's like it's all a projection of of one like do you know what i mean 100 as is life but like i think people celebrating their achievements is a very personal it's very ouchy it's very yikes it's very like it cuts i think for a lot of people because it's a sting it stings yeah i think a lot of people have a hook on that because it makes you look at yourself yourself exactly but that's why i think the bias against yourself is so important to look at yeah so true because realistically you see other people's um wins as a direct cut to you we're like ah god like why didn't i bake a cake that was really delicious ah yeah why didn't i get into uni why didn't i get that grade or why didn't i Mm -hmm. get a compliment then blah 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 but actually that's why you have to look at the bias because it's like you actually did get shit and you didn't fucking care you did get good stuff but you just didn't acknowledge it you just didn't acknowledge you didn't celebrate it because you didn't even see it you just went oh no 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 but blah blah blah, shit anyway not good enough onto the next goalpost and that's because you've got a bias and all that person is doing when they actually celebrate themselves is saying "Mm, yeah i fucking did all right there that was good good moment so do you think you're doing better at celebrating the good things in your life no 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 no. no. you think you're getting worse stayed the same (laughs) bad (laughs) (laughs) better worse or stayed the same the same stayed the same yeah asmr moment yeah no not good um (laughs) yeah no not good (laughs) not good it's so hard it's so fucking hard to be like i actually really liked what i did there or like i really liked that Mm. thing that i said or i really thought i did it was a good friend there and shit like that is i think it's really hard Mm. but that's just because i fucking hate myself that i'm like oh no you you, everything you do is a fuck up but it's such a joke yeah well no surprises there nobody moved yeah yeah do you think you're better at getting better at that yeah that's nice 100 percent. yeah well if you come from the pits it's like jesus you can only go up like you you, <laughs> ca- you bottom, can oh, yeah. there's only one way sure but sometimes you're in the pits and then you realize oh no i can go to the depths of hell but yeah i think if you're in the pits i i, I think it's just something that i've consciously thought about for like a long time because i think no one even when people do celebrate you the way that you need to be celebrated it's so wanky this fucking lingo that i'm talking in celebrate you <laughs> but i don't know how else to say it like no i love even it. when everyone else is giving you what you need or everyone else is giving you what you want or you know people in your life are telling you what you need to be told and someone on the internet told you what you wanted to hear and all of these things even when you have that it doesn't really matter because the only way it sinks in is when you give it to yourself that's the only way it matters it is so fucking true it's so true it's so it's so true true, right everything i once desired from others i give to myself now a mantra is that what you're gonna say no 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 but i've been thinking it like just in the way that you think what's gonna feed you in life or like you would potentially think that i hate to be talking about the podcast because i feel like we get we get too messed sometimes on the podcast but i'm gonna mention something we get on the instagram quite a lot you would potentially think or like i remember showing my friend like our dms like i was on my on our dms and like replying to people when she looked and it was pretty much a sea of people saying i love you guys i love you guys i love you guys i love you guys and she was like that must make you feel good and i 
thought about it for a second and I was like honestly it doesn't which is so fucking weird because it should and when I read them it makes me feel shocked first of all that these people feel like that and it's like wow I can, I'm in the message and you're saying you love us wow it's amazing it's the fucking best thing in the world yeah it's insane but the problem is when you don't feel it yourself it feels completely unbelievable so it doesn't feed you the uh-huh. only thing that can feed you while something can be nice and flattering if you don't fully believe that in yourself it can only heat you for like a second. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't do anything to you. It just, you fade back to your normal level. The only times where I've ever been like, God, are we actually making quite a good podcast here? Mm. Or when I've thought within myself, I've been walking around, I've thought, fuck, we actually might have a good podcast here. Like, I think I'm happy with that. Those are the only times where I actually feel it. Yeah, yeah. It's never from an external thing, even though those things are nice you have to give it to yourself you do have to give it to yourself i think we are we are it's funny that we're like we're this we're different like do you know what i mean mm. you and i i mean not like the listener's gonna be like who's different yeah <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i completely agree with you i completely not i like i completely get that i i find it deeply fulfilling <laughs> but i also think if someone says you blah 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 it's like i don't necessarily believe you so okay here here it is for me and i'm sure actually this probably isn't different for you i don't know but here's how i would describe it is if someone says like i love you guys you are amazing (laughs) you're the best just off the top of my head uh you're amazing i feel deeply fulfilled i feel love from head to toe and i think this is purpose this is life purpose this is this is what i would want for my life to be it's like making this one girl in surrey feel good for half an hour see that's i agree i agree that's it but what i i don't then think and i am amazing and i love the podcast i don't necessarily i don't believe you but i believe the way that you feel and the way that you feel makes me makes my head explode with love like agreed i can't even explain yes it makes my head explode with shock yeah yeah for sure it makes my head explode with no (laughs) but i agree with you in the sense of i i think i completely agree with you that look you're not going to believe a word anybody says and i think as much as you can do all the learning and the unlearning and the growing and doing the work i do feel like you're always going to have those moments where you don't believe the nice things that people are saying to you because you just feel like shit and that's part of being human and i think let's not get lost in like trying to work our way around literally the human condition and like try and find loopholes of like i'm gonna do the work so i don't have to feel bad anymore it's like no Mm. no no. you're always gonna have moments where you think i am a piece of shit i don't have an amazing thing i'm horrible and this this, isn't this but like I, i kind of i was thinking this like my boyfriend will give me anything I could ever want anything I could ever want all the permission all the love all the support all the whatever and that really helps me live but ultimately I came to this earth on my own and I can only give myself what I need because he could say whatever and it'll go right over my head if I'm determined to have this bias against myself I think that's it that's it that's that's what I mean yeah yeah no that's it's completely it it's completely fucking it and I don't think it's that you see the dms and like can't feel a thing I think it's that you have an idea in your head before you have a thing and you think oh my god if I had like loads of people listening like oh my god if 
I was that YouTuber, I would like never feel bad about myself because you're just constantly getting complimented, like blah, blah, blah. But you're not because you get to that place and suddenly it's still not good. Nice. It's exactly the goalpost just moves because the bias against yourself comes with you everywhere you go. You move to California, but it's just a state of mind. Does that everywhere you go, you bring yourself? yourself. Not a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> Lana Del Rey lyric there. <laughs> so embarrassing so embarrassing but it's so true i was actually thinking that this morning Mm -hmm. i was walking around the park that i live near and i remember thinking i think i'm coming off quite depressed in this which is quite odd because it's not how i feel um (laughs) (laughs) as long as you're okay i don't think you're coming off depressed (laughs) i'm fine honestly um i was walking around the park (laughs) it's when when you start saying i'm fine just that's that's when it's hit the low is like when you can feel yourself trying to convince everyone that you're fine and like the more you say that you're fine the more you sound like you're not fine but you're not fine and you say that I'm fine and I'm not fine yeah literally but yeah you're fine I'm fine I was walking around the park I was walking around the park and I was thinking I live in such a stunning area and it really is I moved to California and it's wasted on you but it's just a state of mind yeah (laughs) everywhere you go you take yourself that's not a lie I was just thinking it's really that I think it's habits I think I grew grew up I don't know how I don't want to talk shit on anyone but I think I grew up in a household as a child where the way to live was to live in misery and to deny yourself of any happiness and that was just what life was about life was about misery same I also grew up with the misery house (laughs) 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 definitely relatable but it's really and look I think it's no fault of it's how look like i don't want to it's it's no one's fault okay like mm-hmm. especially like i could go into it for i'm not gonna get into it but growing up in a miserable household that makes it sound like a joke but <laughs> if you grow up learning that like misery is normal it's like the natural base state is miserable and to make an effort to be yeah to make an effort to be happy is like weird and annoying yeah <laughs> And, and wrong. It's like the people that are happy are deluded. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine was like people that are happy. It's like, that's unrealistic. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not an option for you. Happiness yeah. is not an option. Um, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I don't really know what's happened in this. I feel I like no it's idea. really quickly descended into like weirdness. <laughs> Do you want to leave us on something wholesome? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave our whole sip. It's your turn. I mean, were you done with that story? That didn't feel like a complete story. Um, well, uh, the complete story is I grew up with it being really, really normal for like, for yeah, for misery and just like low mood to be the neutral state. Mm. And I think as I've gotten older, I've kind of learned that I don't want that to be my neutral. I want just like a general sense of contentment to be my neutral. And then when yeah. I'm feeling low, that will be a low mood, not just what is seen as normal. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like I'm crying. I'm not. <clears throat> You'd know about if I was crying. <laughs> so it's like the one portion of an hour that I'm not crying in. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it just takes. I, I, yeah, I think for me anyway, all I can speak is for myself. I am just, I've kind of decided, and I mean it in a very sincere way and not in like a hypothetical way I'm not saying it in an abstract of like I'm choosing myself or like I have to love myself or all of these things Mm. I I am I've said that for ages but I think now I mean it and I mean it in a very tangible way like I have to bring some pride into way into the way that I'm choosing to live like 
not like oh yeah I'm on a self-love journey not that I've ever said that but like (laughs) oh I'm just you know this thing oh I'm just trying to like not be a dick to myself yeah but carrying a lot of shame around that like as if it's an embarrassing thing to be nice to yourself and I think I've had some very bleak times and like over the course of the break I had a horrible time and I think I just kind of now I'm at a point where it's like look I I have to very openly, publicly, wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. with pride, commit to myself without being like, it's embarrassing to like myself. It's like, this is the only option I've got. So I'm going to have to do it full force. Otherwise, it's pointless. It's like, am I doing this or not? Am I committing to myself or not? It's like, am I going to be nice to myself about, oh, you never took your ASOS parcels back? Well, fuck <sighs> it. Open them back up and put the clothes back on, baby. Who fucking cares? <laughs> they look great anyway. Be nice yeah. to yourself. Yeah, they look good. Who cares? Whatever. Like, ever. it's not even like no one's gonna be nice to you you have to be nice to yourself it's like you know what I'm very lucky people are really nice to me generally and I and I also have to be nice to myself I agree because that's what matters otherwise I'm it stops you from being it makes you a worse friend it makes you a worse partner it makes you a worse, it makes you a worse human, human on earth honestly yeah, yeah it really does I think this is one of the things that it, it's just fucking cru- it's so fucking crucial we've been saying it pretty much since the day we fucking started this podcast but it takes so long to actually get it through into your thick thick skull um it's so (laughs) impossible (laughs) i'm not talking about your thick thick skull i'm talking about my thick thick skull and i'm also talking about wings thick thick skull yeah yeah um just all of us it's just like god why can you not even learn the most basic level the most basic lesson that it's all kind of okay like if you have a bad Mm. fucking moment it's fine but the amount of punishment we give ourselves for just like for example not returning an ASOS parcel or like the moment that you slightly um, embarrassed yourself or said something a bit weird or something it's like the amount of punishment that has to come with that that you've learned yeah it's so insane so true to the point that when people give you a nice thing they say a nice thing to you Mm -hmm. your learned response is to give yourself a punishment on top of that resounding so heavy it's all i have for you it's all i have for you today stunning all right well let's get out of here then do we have a wholesome thing was that wholesome enough it's definitely like an interesting take on wholesome (laughs) it's definitely new for wholesome but i think it works (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll just try one more thing that i've got in me i've got something it's not wholesome though and i also don't want to step on yours but i think this is an interesting thing it just kind of carries on the pod which i know everyone was just about to leave sorry everyone's putting their shoes on (laughs) (laughs) um everyone started packing their bags yeah i along with my thing of like whatever blah 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 along with just my thoughts recently one of my thoughts really it's been a bit of a perspective thing that I'm trying to hold on to I feel like I came to the earth with a very warped sense of like my right to be here like I feel like I kind of came in I was like oh god like kind of head down like don't make a scene don't do anything like Mm. everyone else in my mind has a right to be here everyone else's existence is much more valid in the earth apart from me for some reason I don't get that same right to be here and I think I've been thinking recently like this earth and this experience is as much mine as it is anybody else's and I'm gonna have fun to explore that it's a shock that is actually a shocking realization when you realize it you don't have more entitlement to the earth than I do it's an equal playing field here I mean it's actually the opposite of an equal playing field it's really not but (laughs) but in in terms of worth it is yeah exactly totally in terms of opportunity and all of these things it's not but in terms of your worth and your your right yeah, your worthiness of being here your personal right yeah you breathe the same air as everyone else your yeah. entitlement to this planet i'll leave you with that what's yours no no i just always used to think that with um 
I always used to put it on Beyonce for some reason. I was mm. like, I have the same right to be here as Beyonce. As a perfect person. Someone that I see, I don't really have many feelings about Beyonce, but I guess I could see her as the epitome of- Humanity. <laughs> worthiness as a human, I guess. <laughs> She's the best we've got, yeah. When I was about 15, <laughs> I used to think that. Yeah, it's like, if you think that, I think I probably saw a thing, I actually, I know I saw a thing that was like, you have the same amount of hours in your day as Beyonce. Yeah, I've seen the same thing, yeah. Classic, mm-hmm. classic fucking thing that would go around like, tumblr back in the day Mm -hmm. but you actually not only have the same amount of hours in the day as beyonce which is some kind of pressuring thing to say to someone i don't really know yeah but also you have the same right to life as beyonce to the earth which is quite stunning quite layered beyonce as a black woman and yeah (laughs) obviously there's a lot playing into that goes without saying just you have a right to be here take your time set your pace do what you want don't be the obstacle to your own happiness preventing you from getting what you want exactly don't be the obstacle to your own happiness that's stunning don't be the obstacle to your own happiness that's the motto for this one that's nice Uh uh-huh and if you find yourself being the obstacle to your own happiness that's okay yeah we all have those times everybody has those days oh honestly i think my personality is an obstacle course for my (laughs) my happiness total wipeout over here so so (laughs) so true crafts almost crafts honestly (laughs) not just an obstacle course an obstacle course for well-groomed dogs (laughs) Mm, that's cute okay um so if you don't hear from us assume the worst imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.